This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Suicide Supporting the Aftermath is proudly brought to you with funding supplied by the Lions Club of Napier Host. Tell me what does it look like in heaven? You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is a program called Suicide Supporting the Aftermath. And as always, it's my pleasure to have in the studio Warren Brown from Starros. How are you going, Warren? I'm good, thanks, Ken. Always always a pleasure to be here. Ah, pleasure to see you, buddy. And uh, before we get into today's topics, which are many and varied, in fact, we haven't even decided what they're going to be, <laughs> um, just remind our listeners, Starros, it's a, it's a fabulous organisation. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, Starros is a... Well, the, the shorter version is we're a, a not-for-profit charitable trust that's based here in the Hawke's Bay. We started life as a support group back in 2012, mainly due to the fact there was nothing here. So I met another mum who'd lost her son, and I'd lost my son in 2009. And I'd actually been to a support group up in Tauranga, where I was, where we came from, and um, I found it really beneficial to be in a room with others talking about feelings, emotions, what had happened to us and that sort of thing. And so when we moved here, I, I went looking for one and there wasn't one. So that, that that's why when I met uh, Teresa, we decided to start our own. Mm. And good on you for doing that. And I was just reviewing the program that we made last month and uh, or a couple of weeks ago. And it was all about talking. Talking is very important, isn't it? Absolutely it is, Ken, yeah. Particularly yeah. in these times that... Um, you know, I have noticed, and you probably noticed the same thing, there's a hell of a lot of angst out there. And uh, I just mentioned to you before we came to air that I've been listening to a bit of talk back, and no one's got anything good to say. It's all depressing stuff. And you mentioned that you're not even watching the news anymore, and I don't blame you. Uh, it's, it's dark stuff all around us, isn't it? Well, it is, and it's quite interesting because in lockdown last year, it was, it was a different kettle yes, of fish, wasn't right. it? It was, like, it was sort of more unknown, I suppose. It's like a holiday in a way, wasn't it? To a point, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and everyone sort of seemed a bit more upbeat and alive, mm. I suppose, and than they are at the moment. But whether whether it's just people are just over it, yeah, uh, had, a, had a guts full of it, oh, I'm not sure. And you're not hearing the be kind anymore. That's all gone out the window No, well. no, that's, that's a bit unfortunate, actually. It because, is. Because, uh, I mean, that message is, uh, should be... Standard fear, as far yeah. as we can see. In fact, the last uh, lockdown we had, the orig- original one, it was much more community spirit around, wasn't there? Yeah, you're right. It, it, again, it's that's it, a difference, eh? You know, that, yeah. that there isn't doesn't appear to be as much of that as as he was last time. No, I wonder what we put that down to. Like you say, because we're all over it, really. And uh, can we see a light at the end of the tunnel? Mm, I don't know so much. Can you see a light at the end of the tunnel? Or, or is it, is this our new normal? Oh, it depends what we're told, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean all we see on the news is, is COVID this, COVID that. And yeah, but nothing else is happening. Very little, very little, apparently. Yeah. And I think, uh, which is a good segue into maybe something that we should talk about, that don't listen to that stuff. I mean, it's not going to go away, No. but don't have it on. You know, read a book, watch a funny movie or... Especially if it upsets you. And, yeah. And, you know, why listen to something that's going to it upset you? It does bring you, you down, I mean, yeah. if, For me, if I don't like something that I'm listening to, whether it's a person, whether it's on a, some source of media or whatever, I'll either turn that off or walk away. So 
Yeah. What Just, a, it's like listening to politics, isn't it? I mean, I don't, don't know your persuasion, uh, but I like to think that I'm a sort of, a, you know, obviously I have a leaning to a, a political bent, but I like to think I look at both sides of the coin. I think, okay, well, yeah, that's what you think, and we'll let, for a bit of balance, let's look over here and see what uh, these people think. But I follow quite a few blogs, and I tell you what, that's what some people should be doing. They should say, mm, I might see what the other side think. Yeah. Rather than, you know, they're all over you like a rash. Yeah. If you dare put anything up, which I don't, uh, but I think, wow, that's not worth getting upset about. Yeah, I know. And it, and we spoke about it before too. I, I think this time it's sort of, it's it's created divisions between, mm. you know, people. And it's, yeah. as opposed to that community of all coming together, it's actually forcing people apart from each other. Yeah. And I think if you've got a bit of the black dog, then, um, you know, this sort of stuff could easily, very easily bring you down, couldn't it? Oh, absolutely. It, you know. It doesn't take much to manifest, you know, something dark out of, you know, where you already may be. You mm. know, you may already be in a bit of a spot and, you know, a bit of a dark place. And this is this is going to help, that's for sure. I mean, I know you're not a psychologist or a counsellor, but what do you say to people who are already uh, in a bit of a black hole and every every which way you turn is bad news? What do you, what do you say to those people? How should they react to that? I mean, obviously, it might be a good idea to come and talk to you guys. Well, I mean, that, that, that works both ways as well, because some people still, you know, you still always talk about talking with, talking to people and everything mm. and reaching in. People still need to be able to reach out as well. Yes. Um, because a lot of the lot of the time is that people just don't want to talk. No. That's, that doesn't change. I mean, if, if, if there are people who still, you know... They're very insular, you mm-hmm. know, and they like to keep things to themselves. And no matter what you, you know, put around the, you know, the the media waves and anything, they're still going to hang on, hang on to that stuff. Yeah, and that's the sixty-four thousand dollar question, isn't it? How do you get people to start talking about it? Because you know, and I know, you know from personal knowledge that uh, somebody can be as right as rain when you're talking to them. The next day, they're gone and they've taken their life. So there's no there's no uh, recipe for it, is there? No, but I'll go back to what you said before. You know, all you hear on the news is, mm-hmm. is doom and gloom, and you know, where's the good stuff? I'm, again, we we spoke about it. Surely there's some good things happening around, Has you know, to be, around, the, around our communities, around our country. Yeah, yeah some. Well, I suppose there is some good sports stuff, but everything seems to be overwhelmed by the bad stuff. It is. Yeah, absolutely, it is. It's it's all you ever hear about. Yeah. So. And then you know, the All Blacks lost to South Africa, and well. That just adds to it, doesn't it? You know, okay, we, we, we might be flippant about it, but you know, it just brings people down. So I don't know what we do, but uh, you want to have a bit of a chat about uh, the suicide figures that were recently released. And there's been a bit of a change in the way suicides are reported. Um, yeah, it's... Or not. <laughs> yeah, or not. Yeah. Uh, well, it's funny, you see, they came... Well, it's not funny, but they, the stats usually come out to the end of August, start of September. And this year they didn't actually come out until the first week in October. Well, second week of October, they've just been released. Which is a bit weird, really, because, you know, Mental Health Awareness Week, you know, they didn't want to bring them out before then, apparently, Mm. or whatever. And so they've brought them out after that. And they've brought them, what, you know, like I say, end of August. So this is, what, six weeks past normal. They have updated how they present them as well it's it's now on the web it's a web tool mm-hmm. um, i've had a bit of a look and see i've 
I've said before I'm not I'm not a stats person, but uh, obviously I, I download and keep the stats, you yep. know, from previous years and things like that, just to ha- keep an eye on things. But the the way the tool has worked out, it's it's, it's sort of like the numbers have changed mm. for, for some reason or other, and and they now have a couple of uh, groupings. They call it confirmed suicides and suspected suicides, but the confirmed ones. Uh, only go back to you know for three years prior to mm. where we are now so uh, it used to be where the, the coroner would you know you know everything was provisional until uh, you know the stats came out and then uh, confirmed they were confirmed mm-hmm. suicides in but that sort of changed and yeah I, I just wonder how the effect it has on people who for those previous three years have been told that their person has passed by suicide, and now apparently they haven't. Yeah, um, maybe it's politically. Um, I don't know what, what's the word I'm looking for. Maybe it's a political motivation not to report the figures like we used to report them. But I find it hard to believe. I I heard, and I don't really know. I haven't seen any any figures. But someone did tell me that. Um, I think last year we might have spoken that, but 680 odd people might have committed suicide. But this year's in the high 500s. And, uh, and that's great reporting, yeah, they, isn't it? They said six hundred and seven. Yeah. yeah, for this year. For this year. Well, the last, the last um, financial year, which is yeah. July to June. Yeah. So on the face of it, that's a good sign. But if the reporting has been skewed, it could be a lot more than that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wonder how they sort of come up with some of them. Sometimes, you know, yeah. you have a look through the previous years, and there's you know twenty, thirty, forty difference between what they said they were and mm. what they are now. So. So I'm when did sure. they confirm whether it was a suicide or not? In another year's time? Another another year, I presume, yeah. So yeah. then are those figures backdated to that particular year or they're added into? Yeah, well, what they've got, they've got, it, they've got them in confirmed and suspected. Mm. Uh, suspected is right through to 2021, but confirmed is only goes through to 17, 18, I think. Hard to believe that it takes so long to come to a conclusion that it's either a suicide or not. Yeah, well, I mean, there's only... A max of twenty active coroners at a, you know mm. at one time, and at the moment we've got seventeen, as from what I understand, from mm-hmm. what I saw before. Um, so, in a way, you understand that you know when you have six hundred people die a year, for seventeen coroners to go through that mm. that number, it's going to take some time. But and especially if they're all in different regions, yeah, of course, for sure. But, um, Yes. I, I, I don't know. It's the, the whole ever since I've been in the space, the, the coronial process seems to be. I don't know. I don't want to say archaic. Okay, it seems to take a long time before yeah. people um, get information around what's happened for them. It is almost hard to believe. It's staggering, actually. Well, it is. I mean, if, if you know, after th- three years after you've lost somebody. Yeah, you're still waiting on a decision. You're still waiting on a decision, and then you get something after three years. You know, for me, that just you know re-traumatizes people. And I, mean, I wonder what would hold it up. Not that we want to be uh, looking on the dark side of it, and sort of being ghoulish. But what would hold up a decision that would take three years? I mean, there's probably not a hell of a lot of ways that you would normally commit suicide. I suppose if you poison yourself, then you've got to have blood tests. But how long would it take to say? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. know. No, it's yeah, it's beyond beyond me actually. But um, I, I just 
believe that there needs to be a maybe maybe that process needs to be looked at as well. Do you think it's part of the uh, the processes that we don't like to report the numbers because and, and we've said it before and you know I, I hark back to that movie that you spoke about two or three years ago that no one wanted kids to watch it because they were afraid of um, you know copycat yeah and that's all of a sudden you think oh there's a high number I might I might add to that is is that part of the equation do you think or yeah it's it's interesting you say report because actually this year there's hardly been any reporting on when the stats are released mm. and you know it's, it's all been that other thing. Starts with C, I think. COVID, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all yeah. consuming, isn't it? Well, well it is all consuming, and, and nothing else seems to matter. It's a great name for a song as well. Yeah. But, <laughs> That's right. um, yeah, it's, it, it's it's a shame because you know it's it, it's part of life. It's part of what's going on. Shouldn't we, you know, have some, you know, reporting around that sort of thing? As mm. as as much as reporting good things going on and everything like that. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I remember we spoke last year just after the uh, initial lockdown. Was it just last year or was it the year before? You lose track of the time, don't you? Um, age, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, I was surprised that suicide hadn't risen dramatically. You yeah. weren't surprised, I don't think, but um, I'm even more surprised this year to hear those slightly lower figures. But now that you've explained that the, the reporting isn't complete, that uh, it could well be blow out to 700. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully not. But I mean, I mean, as as we've always spoken about, one's one's enough, isn't it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. One is too mean, many. The the family of one person who dies by suicide is, you know. What they have to go through and their friends and colleagues, workmates, everyone. Yeah, it's 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 a dreadful it's a dreadful thing to have to go through. That's for sure. Right. Just as on the side, you don't hear much about the road toll. No, no, that's yeah, sort of dropped reporting and say, "Oh, this and has happened, that's happened." Not a lot of ads around it either. No, they're not even counting murders. There's so many murders going on. They think, "Geez." Yeah, just as a as a throw off on that. I, I mean, what since March last year when COVID first came here. Mm. Unfortunately, New Zealand's lost twenty eight people, which is, is sad. It's mm. dreadful for for them and if, you know for all their families and friends as well. But you know we've thrown over a hundred billion dollars into COVID since then, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, the road toll. Road, people are still dying and crashes. Yeah, and since since March last year, uh, as far as suicides go, we've lost. I know it's just under nine hundred people. Mm. I know. It's hard to relate those figures, yeah, isn't it? No, Twenty so, odd died of COVID. Yeah, hundreds I, of died of suicide. I know, and it's not a, it's not a, you know, it's comparing apples with apples or anything like that. It's nothing like that. But it's it just shows, you know, with a, and you know, we've everything is all consuming around this thing. The government have made a good point over the years, though, haven't they? That uh, hey, look, we're throwing a whole lot of money at uh, mental health. But we just don't have the professionals. So, that, I mean, so they sort of make a good point, don't they? But you can't just go when there's a there's a professionals. Well, no, you can't. And for uh, and and for us and and people like us, you know, we we believe they're throwing money at the wrong place anyway. Mm. We we believe the model's wrong. It's, it's all based on a medical model. Yes, you know, it's all based on people being ambulance at the bottom of the cliff. And here, well, it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when they, you know, why not throw money at and resources at, at that great big void that's between when people start to feel not great and between by by the time they get to the needing services. Yeah. 
I think part of the thing, what we need at the moment is we need good news. We need good news thrown at us as much as we're getting bad news thrown at us. Well, good news is good news, isn't it? So it's like good music and yeah, that's know, right. Listening to stuff that makes you feel good and yeah. Maybe speaking of good music, we should have a song. Here's one of your faves. It won't be from me. Though. <laughs>
back on Kidnappers, the voice of Hawks Bay. This is a program called Suicide Support in the Aftermath. And uh, like I say, it's our pleasure, as always, to have Warren in from Staros. And just to remind our listeners, Warren, we want to get hold of Staros for any reason whatsoever. How do we do that? Sure, you can contact me on 027 286 my colleague Sandra on 027 684 or we've got a Facebook page, just look up Staros HB and our website, staros.org.nz. Now, while we were listening to that awesome song called She's a Rainbow from the Rolling Stones, we were just saying, Jesus, nothing much to laugh about, is there? No, no there's not. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just doom and gloom, and it, it doesn't have to be because there are good, there are good things happening out there. Absolutely right. And, and I think, uh, well, I know that you're quite a mindful person. You know, you like getting out of the bar on your push bike, and um, you go out into the wops and you sit on top of a hill with a cup of coffee and... And that is good for you. It's good for your mental health, isn't it? Well, it's good for me. Works yeah. for me. Well, yeah, I'm not saying it's good for everyone, yeah. but you know, just being out there, like I go for walks every couple of times a week with my wife, and only recently, probably a year or so ago, I listened. I started listening, you know, because I'm I'm a sort of a get there, get home, get on with something else, and I thought, well, bloody two is all over the place, and there's pigeons and you know you're looking for oh, look at that you know, there's a wood pigeon or look there's a tilly and look mm-hmm. at the little things mm-hmm. and it does make you feel better it sort of gives you a realization that they you, know, you don't have to spend money to have a good time just oh, that, look about no, you that's right i mean i mean for me i'm a, i've always been a believer that you know whatever you do to to you know just i suppose to to step off the highway for for five minutes mm. for yourself it, it's amazing what that can do because it's we're all so caught up and just go, go, yeah, go, isn't it? The world just it flat is, yeah, out. Exactly. And if we take five to just have a breath, really, take a breath and, and just just try it, see how that works and try and extend it after that. I have a friend, and this is uh, possibly a bit flippant for me to say this, but uh, her bit of advice, and I always remember because she told me years and years and years ago, and that is that if your problems are money-related – they probably can be solved. You just got to go and talk to someone. So you know, if you own, if your car's on higher purchase and you're behind on the payments, uh, you can generally go to the guy who owed the money to and come to some agreement with them that you know they cut you some slack on how much you pay, or your landlord they might cut you some slack. But if it's a money issue, generally you can sort it out. So sometimes you should, do, like you say, take a step back and say, how can we resolve these problems? Let's not let them get blown out of proportion. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and it's it, a lot of the time is that you try and resolve everything. Yeah, you know, there is maybe or there is quite often many, many that you know more than just one problem. You know, there's quite a lot of problems. Yeah, you know, several right. problems just all banked up, and you try and work them all out. You know, at the same time, but just try and work one out. You know, try and sort one out first, and then you'd be amazed how. How that helps to take the the load off, I suppose. Yeah. I read a good post on Facebook yesterday. It's a bit of an oldie, but it was about this guy. Uh, we'll, we'll call him Warren, and he was having the, all these hassles at work, and things were going wrong, and uh, everything was getting on top of him. Anyway, old Ken comes along, and uh, Warren says, "Oh, come over to my place. The family's in. Come and have some tea." So, and uh, you know, we were talking on the way home. What a crappy day you've been having, or crappy week you've been having. Anyway, we, we get out of the car and we walk down the driveway. And uh, Warren stops, and he puts his hand in his pocket, and there's a tree outside the front door, and, and he reaches over, and it looks like he's hanging something on the tree. And so 
go inside, have a good time. And as we're leaving, uh, I say to Warren, as he's seen me out, what was that business about the tree? And uh, Warren says, well, he said, that was me hanging my troubles on the tree. He said, you know, everyone's got problems. He said, but when I go through that front door, I want to leave my problems behind me. He said, when I leave to go to work in the morning, he said, I go to that tree and I pick up my problems again. And he said, you know what? They're not quite as bad as what I thought they were when I went through the door. And I thought, well, it's probably a story that someone's made up, but it sort of resonated with me that, you know, yeah, try not to take your problems everywhere with you. Oh, I agree. Try and leave some behind. Yeah, and it's about perspective as well, isn't it? I mean, mean, it's, it's... this, I say it's the same thing as actually you've got all this stuff going around your head, but when you actually say it out loud, sometimes it doesn't sound yeah. as bad as it does up there. Exactly. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, you were sort of making a mountain out of a molehill, and someone said, Oh, that little old thing, let's get that sorted out for you. It, it can be, you know, it's yeah. obviously not always the case. Yeah, but that's right. Yeah, but talking is uh, immensely important. I believe so, yeah. I'd, I'm a great believer in that. Okay, we are out of time again. Can you believe it? And uh, if we need any help from you or your society, how do we do that? Sure. As I said, you can contact me on 027 286 4071. My colleague Sandra on 027 684 3033. And our details are available on our website, staros.org.nz, and through Facebook. And you're everywhere. (laughs) Got your new rooms? Yes, we're, yeah, and we've got our public space, our shared office space, and in Hastings or in Hastings at Queen Street East uh, alongside Acorn Project and Child Cancer yeah and it's not just to bold up though is it you've got to ring up first yeah well it's I have a have another job yes you do um, yes. so this is this is my passion but um, outside of that I'm, I have Tuesday and Friday afternoons off so I'm generally there then but just touch base first and uh, we can arrange to meet Good on you, Warren. My pleasure as always. You look after yourself and we'll talk to you same time, same place next time. Same to you, Ken. Thanks very much. Suicide, supporting the aftermath, is proudly brought to you with funding supplied by the Lions Club of Napier Host. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.